Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony. I hope that you've all had a blessed week. You're all enjoying it. And you all have had a, a great opportunity to enjoy the craziness in the world. We have, you know, Biden having uh, more payments here going through. Now, th there's a bribery scheme. I think the time of the bribery. But if you getting this money through bribery screams, I think... Uh, this is this is not something to be really surprised about by based upon what we even heard of Hunter Biden. But now that Joe is in there, uh, something we should really pay attention to. And maybe there is more that's going to come out of this. Um, we'll see. You know, I, I take it as Republicans have mostly been talked throughout their history. Are they going to continue to be talk, or are they actually going to um, do something about it? And I think that's going to be the biggest thing that we're going to have to pay attention to, and hopefully, um, hopefully, ever see a result in here. But we need to uh, we we need to just keep on top of this, keep getting the information out, because even if it doesn't result in anything, I think it can have a big impact for others looking at the election coming in 2024. Um, maybe I'll do a deeper dive in all of this. It's just coming out. I'm seeing, you know, uh, more of this, as they call it, loan repayment stuff. More of this coming out here recently, but um, I just wanted to mention it off the bat because there's more payments coming around, and that's what it's kind of going through. We also have the um, the the case in Trump, Colorado's ballot ban case where they're trying to ban Trump off the ballot over the 14th Amendment. Um, and technically, uh, in 2010, the um, this was actually already kind of... Um, kind of done um so chief justice roberts in 2010 did state where the people do not vote for the office officers of the united states article 2 you know they instead look at the president to guide and assist the deputies subject to super in in super superintendents so if this were to go to the supreme court right which it probably would at some point if they do try to ban Trump on the article or on uh, the 14th Amendment, Section 3. Um, this would be um, probably overturned based upon Justin Roberts' uh, opinion there that he's already stated. So, um, you know, it did. So, the Section 3 of Article 14 states that no person shall be senator or representative in Congress or elector of the president and vice president having previously taken oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or a member of any other state legislator or an, a, as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in an insurrection or rebellion against the same. Um, he didn't do that, right? Um, and, you know, this is... This is something where, you know, where Chief Justice Roberts went in and said his piece. So that that is a little interesting tidbit here if you were worried about that. 
here. Um, one thing I was been thinking about here, and I know I'm jumping through things pretty quick here, but I wanted to get in this pretty early. We talked about, you know, the judge and what the judge is doing. Um, I think we do have to talk about judges of how to keep them more honest, how to, you know, it'd be great if judges were all honorable, right? If we didn't have any problems, but you know, you, you, you could do appeals. You hope that appeals go through, so, you know, there, that's not always a, you know, closed door shut, but then you also have, you know, you know, going to the bar while that's another case. I don't think that that is absolutely uh close and shut option either. You have um, you have other ways of you know maybe doing it maybe through an impeachment if you can get that. The problem is there is that these are all not great options, right? They're not all taking a ability to really close down what um, what corruption there is. I think there's needs to be a conversation because we shouldn't have a two-tiered justice system, right? You could say it's, you know, attorney generals and everything else, but once you get to it, right, you have the judge and you either have to be part of what should be a lot of jury trials. I think that would be the best. You could have a bad jury. Yeah, I get that. But um, having a bad, bad judge is one per, you know, one person, whereas a jury you can still appeal that and go from there, which might be a little bit more likely. But when the judge is doing it, the judge has the final say. And there's one person being judge, jury, and executioner. That's really not how we are built. Um, and holding them to a high standard, I think, is something that we need to do. It's something we need to um, we need to keep a willful eye on. And... It, I'd rather have the conversation now than have the conversation when it maybe gets out of hand and you have you have to really try to fight back. Um, let's have a conversation about maybe how, you know, judges do need to be held to a higher standard, right? They are um, part of that part of that judicial system where they're supposed to be upholding the law. And those things are crucial to have, right? And everyone should be subject to um, equal judgment underneath the law, right? Equal execution of that law. We're all innocent until proven guilty. And in doing so, we should have that. So wanted to get that out there, but now let's shift gears a little bit more. And... One thing I was thinking about here is, where is God in our government? Um, you know, the new speaker here seems to be a little bit more open about his faith, which I am very pleased with. Now, I will say this, I still leave my reservations of the speaker, but I think that this was a better process. I know people that disagree with me, y'all are wrong. Uh <laughs> I will say that every day till Sunday. I mean, I like the process of you going through, having votes, and realizing we're probably going to have to go with somebody else. I hate this turn stuff. You saying, oh, it's my turn, it's my turn, is very, very childish. 
you saying it's my turn it's you know I'm next in line is like a monarchy this government wasn't designed to be any of those this government was designed to you know be government for the people of the people and by the people in doing so that means you're going to have to if let's say representatives don't want to make you speaker don't keep going down the votes and doing it i thought it was wrong then i thought mccarthy was the wrong speaker then even though people said he was next in line blah blah blah, he's gonna make a good speaker he didn't make a good speaker you can try to convince me otherwise you'd be wrong uh you don't execute poorly and think that you are good at it now we'll see where this speaker sits um speaker johnson there but I will say this. He seems to have put a different spin on things, putting his faith first a lot more, which I think has helped. Um, and I think it's a good baseline to have. Our politicians should be including government in their decisions, or including government, including God in their decisions. Oof, brain fart there. But the reason why that is. Right, you go back through, and there they say there was a separation of church and state, all this other mumble jumble. There was no separation of church and state, there was a separation of state from the church. They take that from Thomas Jefferson a lot. You go read what Thomas Jefferson actually said um, or wrote down, you'll realize that it was a separation of state from the church, where the church was needed to be in the state. You remove the church out of the state, you have no moral compass. You wonder why, why we're going down and have certain decisions the way we are? There's no moral compass. Christianity is key in that. Well, you can go all the religions have moral compasses. Really? Well, I mean, maybe. Let's take a look at some, right? We got the Ten Commandments. That a moral compass, or is that being told what the morals are? Right? You have different areas around the world um, with their religions, and you look at what the, what some of the, their decisions are. You know, in the Christian faith here, we don't like abortion we don't like the murder of kids that's just inherent to us and yet here we are having a discussion about abortion here today even so you remove the morality and you're okay with it let's take it a step further let's go up to canada there and let's say that decision were to come down here to the united states but let's go up to canada and you're having an option for depressed kids to euthanize themselves. Is that a godly decision? I would argue no. And I think deep down all everyone out there listening to this also would say that is not a godly decision. So our problem is that we've taken God out of where he needs to be. God needs to be in our lives. God needs to be the forefront and helping us make a good decision in that. 
The problem is, is everyone's ignoring God and wanting to live for themselves. We have TikTok today. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Let's share everything we want about ourselves. Every social media out there. I know I'm forgetting some. There's, you know, there's good things out of social. There's good things out of everything. There's bad things out of a lot of stuff too. Don't be, I mean, I personally think we shouldn't be self-absorbed in social media. Um, You know, I probably could be more active on social media and probably would be a benefit. Um, But, uh, you know, it's just not, and a benefit as in I would, you know, say things that I think would help out people. Um, or I hope would, right? I would put stuff out there that I believe in. I'm not sharing, you know, my kids, my wife, or anything like that. I'd be sharing, you know, my thoughts and my prayers, <laughs> my uh, ideas that need to be, that I think that are valuable. Now, we all have ideas and thoughts and stuff that are valuable. And I don't want to say that it is a bad thing that we have these things. But when you get on there and you're complaining, and you're putting those ideas and stuff out there that don't have the God stuff behind them. Well, what's behind them then? Right? And I, I think that's the big thing is having that opportunity to have God behind you. Right? And having God with you. And having a vision of what God is calling you for and God's ideas in your head so you can execute that. And if that's what this speaker is going to do and going to bring into the government, I'm all for it. That is a much better scenario than having somebody that it doesn't put God first. And he's talked about this. And, you know, I was thinking about this. We all have our unique gifts that God's given to us. And we all have the ability to grow in them. But why aren't we using them for the purposes of God? Why are we using them for our own selfish purposes? Because they're not gifts then. They'll turn into curses. Throughout my life I've been able to have things happen to me. Either fortunately or unfortunately. Some things were bad. Some things are good. Right? That happens. When you go back and look at it. And look at how it happened. You uh, ask yourself. Is this or was this the right thing for us was this the right thing to do was this the right thing to be um was i following god at the time um and that's one thing where it makes me question um did i do the right thing did was i following god in that time when that either well sometimes i not really the good things everything good that has happened basically been god's with me but some of the bad stuff i've noticed that i was disconnected with god or you know not in full connection with where i needed to be in my spiritual walk with god and as i look at politics and it, I mean, kind of everything, your job, even as I look at each of those things in my life, to take a step through, you know, my jobs, you know, what I do, businesses, talking, anything else, meeting with people, talking politics, whatever else it is. 
is it for myself or am I trying to do this to be able to grow God's kingdom, be a part of God's kingdom, what he's called me here for? And I think even if you think, well, you know, it's a lot of this for you. You're making money for yourself, Anthony, right? You're making money for you. You're doing the work for yourself. Yeah, there's benefits out of it for me, most definitely. God doesn't want you to suffer. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, right? You go through the Bible, God doesn't, you know, he wants the great things for you. So, I, But he wants you to be able to carry out and keep him in mind, right? If we're going through and we're, let's say we have a tiktok or something like that and we're going through and promoting something is that through the eye of the lord is that through what god has called us to do and i think if we're able to do stuff like that i think that's going to be a much better solution here a lot of people go through and and say well how are we going to get the u.s back on track how are we going to get our country back on track how are we going to get our community back on track how are we going to get there it's going to be through voting. It's going to be through all that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. How do you know that person that you're voting for is going to be a better solution than that was there before? How do you know that they're going to get them back on track? Right? We are trying to get a country back to where it once was. That means that you can't think about where it is today. But you also have to remember... There's a lot of people that are looking for greed here. You know, Mitch McConnell wants to go through and not sign Josh Haley's, uh, you know, limit of corporate donations to political campaigns. That's benefiting themselves. Those donations benefit themselves. They're not benefiting the people. That's not for God they're doing that. You know, if you we're looking at this and you're going through and you're thinking about it we want to elect people we want to put people in you know areas i think in business and politics in every area that really stand on the word of god and that are backing it even if they're learning it and they're willing to go there i think that's a better option than somebody that is completely against it and to me the reason why it's important to me is because i want to see success at every level of God working through us. We're all called with just unique abilities. And I think sometimes we get lost in those abilities. I think sometimes we don't think that we have those abilities. I think sometimes we think that we're not capable of doing these abilities. Yet the devil's using people every day to be able to control and go after and take over areas that um, take over areas that we're standing by in and all of us are called to different things I get that but if you are called to something maybe you should uh, take another step and uh move forward and fill the void of where we are gone from where christianity's gone from where there's no representation of christianity in there 
and step in and do the right thing and conquer where we're at. Conquer where we're going. Be that fighting for force in there. I think that uh, I think that there is a lot here that we are capable of. I think that there's a lot here that we can do. We can bring God back into areas. We can restore. Don't ever say you can't change something. It's been that way forever. This is how we think about it. Um, this is how it's been working. So that's the responsibility of what it is. If we go through and change something, and it's not right, it's not godly, should we keep doing it because that's the way it is, and that's the way we've been doing it? If that's the way it's been, and that's the way it's been doing it, and that's the way it currently is, and that's the way you think it's always going to be, why are you participating? Why are you thinking that way? We'll take it a step further. Let's change the Bible. Let's re just rewrite it. Then all of a sudden, that's the way it is. That's the way it's always you know, been for so many years. And we just have to deal with it. I don't know about you. I think that's kind of weird. I think that's kind of wrong. I think it's strange. With each new season brings in new change. Fall comes around. We know winter is coming. We know colder weather is coming. Once winter comes, here comes the snow, if that's where you have it. Um, heck, even maybe when you don't have it, snow comes. Then when winter's done, you have spring, you have a chance for new growth. Chance for looking forward to the bright sunshine in the summer. Summer has there, you have the heat and the enjoyment of that. And then it all repeats over and over again. But you notice something with seasons that I think we kind of forget about in our real life. Is that there is change that happens. That change will always happen. And if there's ever a question about what's going on throughout the year, maybe something doesn't add up or there's a, you know, your summertime, so many weeds grew up and everything else. There was a, you know, bad, whatever, bad crop or whatever else. Let's say the weeds in the, in the winter have an opportunity to kill them off. The new year, the spring year, you can plant a new crop. You're able to set a new. You know, sometimes when you go back and we're in government now, in politics, whatever else, instead of thinking that things are always, have been, they always will be, and this is where they are, and they just change for the worst. You ever think about if somebody, or if enough people got in that believed in the Constitution, everything else, that you could just realize that it's a new season? 
you have created a new season here. And we've reset things to back where we were. We've had the winter. We've had everything else. And now we've been able to reset. Remember, there's been things that have been changed throughout history. Throughout the long history of the United States, there's been a lot of changes. A lot of reversals. One, prohibition. That's a big one. People keep forgetting that, but that happened. Why can't you go through and realize that some things, you know, the way that they've been because people have corrupted them can be changed to the way they should be? Well, that's, people say, well, that's hard. That's not true. That's, the speaker's job is to do all these fundraising things as well for the party and everything else. Well, that's not really the speaker's job. That's part of the party's job. The speakership isn't a party thing. The speakership is a constitutional thing. There's a difference. If the speaker is doing some good stuff, shouldn't uh, I'll say go to Chris Ann Hall and listen to her thing but the speaker isn't just you know something that evolves the speakership is what it is the constitution is a document it is what it is why are we trying to change it without amending it because because they don't want to amend it because it wouldn't pass at this point I think a lot of amendments wouldn't pass right now because they don't make sense. Go through, and we used to have, you know, representatives that used to stood on their beliefs, stand up for things. Now they want to pass term limits and stuff like that. I've, I think that's a fine option. I think there can be good long-term representatives and senators. There can also be bad ones. Do term limits solve this? I don't know. I think it's just, I think there would be more change if you went through and had, you know, them have to, you know, be a NASCAR suit and they, they have to wear who all donated to them. Maybe if they weren't going through and having all these you know, insider trading options that nobody else has access to, but they do, and they aren't held up to the same standard of the law as everybody else, maybe that would help. I think that there's a lot of things that people think about in changing. You know, I, I think that preventing them from trading stocks, I've said this before, is maybe not a great idea. They should have the same option to trade stocks, but they should be held underneath the same rules maybe even stricter rules because if they're on certain committees maybe they can't trade certain stocks maybe they can't bet against the S&P 500 right they can't do certain things but they still have an option to trade just underneath rules I think that there's different options is it a one size fits all who knows is it a 
Is it a discussion we should probably have? Probably. I think there's a lot of discussions that we should probably have. And I hope that we have those discussions before we need to have those discussions. And those discussions require are required. Easy way to get out of corruption of government is that they're all believers and they all stand in the word of God. Sad part about that is there might not be really that many people there in government that do that. They'd rather have the corruption and their needs taken care of, their wants, their desires, rather than standing on the Word of God. With that, I thank you for listening to The Way Freedom Flies. I hope that you enjoyed listening to The Way Freedom Flies today. Again, if you want to contact me, be sure to reach out at thewayfreedomflies at proton.me. And I am praying for everyone out there. Until next time.